Welcome. I welcome you to Ran Out of Talent Podcast. We can't thank you enough for checking in, taking it in, listening to the stats. Joey Fitzsimmons is the co-host. You got Joe Jr. running the show. Me, I'm a man just trying to just rip up a couple freestyles just for you. Tuning in to Ran Out of Talent. But if you ever run out of talent, don't take no time, don't take anything. Just get a hold of Junior or Joey and talk about it. But if you the ball on top, you're going to be going to talk about it. So better be ready for that. Kind of like get a JC race if you win that ball. If you win Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joe Zer Jr., and with me is my co-host, Joey Fitzsimmons. How's it going, Joey? Oh, you know it's going. Yeah, going broke at Costco. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, so we need to go, but I'm letting the freezer run really low before we... Because last time we went, it was ridiculous. And it's ridiculous every time, but last time was a little worse than average. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this time I went. I actually intended on going just to get something for dinner, and then I ended up thinking like, uh, our cupboards and freezer and everything is looking a little dry. Yeah. Well, did you at least get the dollar fifty hot dog and pop to kind of stick it to the man before he left? No, I I wanted to get home and make sure all these groceries were gonna fit. <laughs> One of the best gifts it was uh it was my senior and my mom went in with Beth's parents to get us a big freezer for downstairs. Might be a boring gift, but man, it sure comes in handy. I don't doubt it. I mean, you can go to Costco and buy one of those big giant Heggies boxes and be set. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um. I, I'm trying to start eating clean again, but then it's like, so yesterday after the gym, I did a bunch of kickboxing. I haven't kickboxed since like the end of April, early May around there. And then it's like, God, I'm feeling good. And then I go to Beth, Hey, let's go on the e-bikes to the depot and grab some beer and tater tots. It's like, shit. (laughs) Yeah. Can't stay healthy. Um, I mean, I'm healthy. Don't get me wrong. I just have a gut that I'm not happy about. But don't we all? We're RC car racers. No kidding. Um, let's get into some results. How about you get into some results for uh, the oval race? You went to what two weeks ago? Yes, what about two weeks ago? Yeah, I looked like a cool track. I watched a little bit of video online. Was that their first race weekend? No, no. They race uh, every Sunday. Okay, I was going to say that's a little bit uh, rough to start this late in the year. Yeah, no. The uh, the owner actually races a big car, too. Yep. So he races that on Saturday and races RCs on Sunday, which actually played out to be a lot of fun. Sounds like fun. So is this, like, uh, in his yard? Yeah, just it's in his parents' yard actually. They got probably, I don't know, two and a half, three acres yeah, in the back on like the north side of Wapan, Wisconsin. Yep. Um, 
How far uh, is it? Because you said you're is like an hour outside of Milwaukee. I'm like, oh, that's really far. About four and a half hours. Yeah, it's far. <laughs> and you want? <laughs> you're like, come to a podcast. I'm like, no. <laughs> Well, I was going to do one right remote there, just oh, sitting well, there. Well, yeah, remote. I thought you meant go there and do one. <laughs> no, just remote. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, uh, Clayton, Cardaluca, and Frank Miller and I, we all jumped in. Uh, we managed to pile three guys' worth of shit inside of Frank's, um, um, not crew cab, extended cab. Oh. It's like it's like the new double cab yeah. ramps or whatever yeah. they are. I'll tell we managed you what, to stuff three guys worth of shit in there. Yeah, and that, that double cab, it doesn't work if you have kids. Uh, I was looking at those when I was looking at trucks because the double cab was 10, 12 grand cheaper than a crew cab. Mm-hmm. And I let Jackie sit in the back one. Jackie's as tall as I am, and she goes, I don't fit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was tight. It was a tight fit for me. Uh, yeah. Um, we ended up putting all of our like camping gear and our OGOs and all that in the bed of the truck, and then in the cab went um, all of our suitcases, uh, our blankets, our pillows, our cars. Right. Clayton actually ended up having to sit with one in his lap the whole entire ride there. Yeah. But we had to pack that up in in the rain before we left to head out there that's rough so we just kind of threw everything in there and if it fit it fit if it didn't well we had to figure it out but we ended up figuring out made our way out there it was a pretty nice drive yeah uh very uh eventful per se why eventful a lot of laughs a lot of shit talking oh yeah that's always fun (laughs) you know uh, when you go to a track with a group of friends like you gotta get like you had, you got to get two guys. One guy, you get bored, you know, but you get two guys to bounce off each other. It's fun. Oh, yeah. So Friday we showed up. We left at, what time did we leave at? Around 11, okay. I think. Got there about by 4.35 o'clock, set up, and uh, Friday was practice. That was, the first run on the track was way more testing than I thought it was going to be. Really? It's it's much more high banked than any track is around here okay. and it's actually got a cushion on it. Oh, that's cool. So uh, it made for, it made for some really close uh side-by-side racing. So what class did you run cuz you uh bagged up the short course truck? I uh I ran my 135 sprint car. Okay. Which actually I don't think was a bad idea cuz I mean two classes would have been fun but at the same time, I kind of enjoy just sitting there wrenching on this thing See all that? weekend. Yeah, I'm debating something. We'll talk about that in a bit. But um, I had a lot of fun, too, on Saturday just running one class with a brand-new car. Mm-hmm. Like, so if you got cars to where you get them to where you just throw them on the track and you do a little tweak here, a little tweak there, two classes is just fine. But that was a brand-new car, and I did – major adjustments after every run right so and i got it really good with the help of kyle but anyway so um how did do they have the same exact classes as minnesota what do they do different um anything unique 
So with their uh, with their SC mod, it's actually SCB mod. So it's a stock short course chassis. Yep. You can have rear adjustable arms, but your pills and your toe settings have to be set the same. Oh, so it's a lock C and D block. Yep. Okay, that's neat. And if you have adjustable arms, they have to be set at zero. Okay. So you can so, play with your you can play with your rear toe and anti squat and all that a little bit. They just have to stay you know the same pill settings. Right. Right. Side to side. Okay. Uh, I thought that was pretty unique. They did a uh, a lot of most of their classes was were based on slashes. Yeah, because that's cheapest way to get somebody in it. You sell somebody slash in a Midwest modified body and tell them to go ham on it. Pretty much. So they had. Uh, they had a short course late model class, so I, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, we, we normally don't see that around here. No, I, uh, dude, I love late. We used to race uh, like me and Trent Fulmer and Sean Van Dalen. We used to go to Lakeside and race uh, mini late models. Lozy, they used to make one. Mm-hmm. It was so fun. It was so fun. Anyway, so, sorry. Keep keep going. Um. They had an amateur SC mod class, which was tech. You could technically say it's like the slash B mods here. Yep. Uh, let's see. They had a, a slash street stock class. So I thought that was pretty cool too. Yeah. Um, and then they did a figure eight. Okay. What well, what was the class for that? Whatever you have the balls to put on the track or what? Run what you brung. Oof. It was mainly. Uh, like Camaro bodies and Monte Carlo bodies, so a lot of the street stock guys. Yeah, yeah. And th- and then you you know you saw your regular short course body in there too, but they actually made that into like a full race day. So they did like a qualifier one for it, qualifier two for it, and then they did a, a ten minute long main for it. Or no, 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 sorry, they did a seventy five lap long main for it. Hmm. And then after Saturday, they did a trailer race. Yeah. And that Frank Miller had uh, broadcasted that live on Facebook. So if any of you guys want to go take a look at that, just go hop on Frank's Facebook page. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Anyway, um, do you have uh, results from that one? Yeah. Uh, let's go with the sprint car main to start it. Uh, Richie Peters took that one. Brian Laurent. I'm going to botch this again. I botched it a few times out there. Uh, Brian Laurent, I believe is how it's pronounced. Adam Radiski was in the third. And then this was quite unfortunate. I ran one class but didn't make it out of the B mains either day. Oh. (laughs) Uh, Your other two Minnesota locals, Clayton took fourth and Frank took fifth. Cool. This was Saturday. Uh, Let's do the other one. I'll pick three out of here. Uh, Midwest Sport Mod. That's your uh, Midwest Mod from up here. So it's, you know, 17.5 base, uh, stock buggy based. Uh, Brian Laurent took that one. Scott Schultz, the other Minnesota local. Oh, Scott came down. See, that's the thing. I was curious. Scott and his son raced, have been racing since the early 2000s. Scott quits and comes back and quits and comes back in all different kind. I like Scott at the track. He's a cool guy. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, he came and hung. He sat next to us all weekend, too, and hung out with us. So Awesome. He took the second. Uh, Todd Pfeiffer took third. Adam Radiski four, and Frank Miller, five. Yeah. 
So we'll do the SCB mod A main from Saturday. Uh, again, Brian Laurent took that one. Andy Gross in the second. Greg uh, Greg Morrow, he is the owner of MR Customs. Okay. Um, he took third, and Clayton took fourth. Yeah. Dude, what was it? Was it during COVID or a year before COVID? When all the Minnesota tracks that were in people's backyards had a series similar to like the MNRC, like Chris Wall had one. There's that race in Kellogg, and there was like one or two others. I know it doesn't happen anymore, but I wonder how many. Because it seems like uh, that that track in Kellogg's the last uh, maybe survivor of that one. I well. That track has been there for years. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, I have I have uh, results from Sunday, too, if we want to run over those real quick. Sure, run through them. Um, so, I thought this main was kind of cool. The sprint car main. Uh, Frank Miller was actually battling for the lead at one point. And that was really cool to watch because him and second place were throwing slide jobs on each other. Okay. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Richie Peters took that one. Brian Laurent took Laurent took second, and Frank took third. And me or Clayton couldn't bounce out of that out of the B main. Dang. Yeah, it was tough. Were you making mistakes, or were they playing motor games? You weren't motor games. Oh, yep, that's a hundred percent. Yeah, and software games that. I, I would be curious if they all had the updated um, software that you can't cheat with. But, yeah. Holy, Possibly, yeah. Holy crap. I just watched a two-on-one Russian MMA deal. Two fully functioning guys with one guy with an arm and a half. And the guy with an arm and a half just won the fight. Sorry. That just Damn. popped up. I'm not. I'm not hitting sound because I forget that uh, Bluetooth is hooked straight through the board. If I would have hit play, <laughs> that would have been a funky noise. Nice. Um, so. dude, that's that's cool. You're traveling for oval and all that. Um, yeah. This I actually one. did. I did a little bit of a announcing while I was over there too. Did you guys get the sound figured throughout the computer? No, we couldn't figure it out. I tried and tried and tried. And well, yeah. Well, you FaceTime me, and it's like, all right, dude. That's one of the things that the track owner needs to do before. Yeah, this is this was his first time trying to actually get audio through the live stream. Yep. So he uh, he had emailed live. Uh, yeah, lifetime. Yeah, yeah, lifetime. He had emailed them, and they gave him some tips after we left. So that's good. Yeah, it was, um, yeah. So this Saturday, we raced at Thunder Road. And, well, I'll tell you why. I swear when he made the schedule in, like, May or April that this was supposed to be an outdoor race, but he switched it to an indoor race. But that's probably better for a couple of reasons. But here's the reason I know he scheduled it to be an outdoor race. Because out of nowhere in the middle of the day, it just started downpouring. (laughs) That's how I know. 
he had the worst damn luck this summer. He really did. Mm-hmm. Um, so the layout's the same since April. The layout has not changed since April. Um, the carpet has gotten a little worse, all that stuff. But it's like, yeah, whatever. We'll go race. So Joe 3 and I went there with our brand new B6.4s. And we were talking before the podcast. So between the B6.1 and the B6.3, they were marginal improvements. You know, nothing was really huge. The B6.4, technically, nothing's really huge. A little bit of front-end redesign work with, like, your steering rack and all that stuff, but um, nothing that big. A little bit of chassis redesign, too. Um, so I compared my time from last Saturday to last April. With the new car, my best qualifier, I was 10 seconds faster for my best qualifier, and for the main, I was one lap faster this time than prior. And Sounds the, like you're improving. Yes, but the big thing I notice is there is this double after the triple. I call it the fucking devil. <laughs> it's what cost me my points against senior last year. Um, if you overshoot it, you're going to pogo and end up on your lid. And if you undershoot it, you're going to case it and end up on your lid. And that's what happened. Well, these new 13 millimeter shot, you wouldn't think one extra millimeter in diameter. It doesn't matter. You wouldn't think, oh, it matters. Um, that made the car so much more forgiving, those 13 millimeter shocks. But the car also stayed nimble enough to corner around a grooved up carpet track. So, yeah, dude, I was super happy with the car. Um, I have more confidence going into the J-Con race. So, I'm hoping, I'm sure that they're going to be checking the software in the A main group at least. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because, like I said, <laughs> fucking, that makes a difference if you're not updated to, I think it's um, whatever .5 software in the Hobby Wings. I don't know what it is in the R1, but it makes a significant difference. Right. I saw it on Saturday, and that's about all I'll say about that. Like people, like down or people, updated to that software, and they they weren't <laughs> the same speed as they were at the end of last year. <laughs> um, let's look at uh seventeen five two wheel drive expert buggy. Uh, let's hear it. Ethan Michelson won that one. Kyle Holmberg took second, and Caden Voss took third. Now, I didn't realize how close I was. I, I was kind of driving like uh, I wasn't driving as hard as I could have. 
I'm like, survival, survival, survival. That's all I was thinking. I ended up six with uh, 22-601. Dwayne Fisher and Chad Neiman were battling for fourth and fifth. Dwayne got fourth, Chad got fifth, but they finished with a 23-613. So it's like they barely made the loop, and I didn't. And it's like I wasn't looking far enough ahead. If I was, I would have pushed. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. I wasn't too far off that battle. Um, but again, though, that car is just great. Um, let's look at 13.5 expert. The expert classes were the biggest this time. Usually intermediates the biggest and it will be the biggest again this year. Cause, uh, like Joe three and Deacon and all them guys, they graduated from sportsmen. Mm-hmm. But I think, um, it's not really that early yet. It's about the right time for, you know, people to start coming around. But I bet um, their first race after the J-Con race, you know, they'll have a full of everything class. I'd have to imagine so. Uh, with 13.5 Expert, Ethan won that one also. Caden Voss took second. Kyle Holmberg took third. So I didn't really watch that one, but they were crushing on lap times. They were they were getting down there. And then we'll look at thirteen five advanced. Uh, John Martin won that one. Dave Chapman took second, and Dominic Martin took third. Great run from those guys. Um. Yeah, we'll talk about the J-Concepts race when we uh, get into notes. But before we get into notes, um, if you'd like a Ran Out of Talent t-shirt, go to pwrmerch.com. You can get your classic Ran Out of Talent logo t-shirt. You can get a Ran Out of Talent t-shirt that Corey Hens designed. Or you can get uh, Joey's t-shirt. Um, if it ain't got balls, you ain't going fast t-shirt. Goddamn right. <laughs> Go to pwrmerch.com. Also, if you'd like to advertise on this podcast, um, contact either the Ran Out of Talent Facebook page, the Ran Out of Talent Instagram page, or my Facebook page. Personally, Joe Zare Jr. Um, yeah, and, you know... Or, or even me. Yeah, contact Joey. Um, yeah, man, we love to showcase products. We love to showcase tracks. Here's the deal, though, and we've had this before. We're, we're not going to take your money if you just want me to say some silly shit. That's not going to happen. So if you have a legit product that you would like you know, a legit product that I believe in or Joey believes in that you'd like to be featured on this podcast, get a hold of us. You know, I, I would hey, like... if you got product, I'll try it out. Yeah, I might too. Um, here's the deal. I mean, this 
10 scale season has cost more than I thought. And I want to still get a camera set up for this. Get us onto YouTube and whatnot. Actually, use Joe. probably Twitch. Twitch would be better, don't you think? Twitch or YouTube. They're both pretty pretty intense. Well, it depends on who you talk to. Like the Hobbyplex, the majority of their revenue comes from YouTube. Right. But if you talk to Gotti from uh, Radio Impound, the mass majority of his is from audio. But the thing about that is he started out as audio and did several years as an audio podcast before he did, you know, put it on YouTube and Facebook Live and whatnot. So I don't know. But I would like to grow our, I mean, we're right on that cusp of, you know, we're getting good numbers, but we're right on that cusp of mildly viral. Like, I see the numbers every week when they come from Chartable. I wish there was enough RC news to where we could do, like, a weekly podcast. That'd be dope. Or part of me kind of wants to do, like, a Patreon and do, like, maybe you'd get, like, an extra, like, 20-minute rant out of me that I can't say on the RSS feed or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah. So, yeah, there we go. So, we're going to talk about the J-Con race. Um, no new carpet for the J-Con race, which is, I'll be honest, it's um, quite disappointing and upsetting. Oddly not satisfying. I was not going to go. I'm like, screw But you know what? Kyle made me look on the brighter side of things. He goes, why won't you go? I'm like, well, because the carpet, well, he. The thing is, though, Brian is going to patch some of the, like, at the end of the sweeper, going into the infield as the track sits now, I should say. There's a giant taped up spot followed by a bare spot. You know what I mean? It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty loose going into the infield. But Kyle's like, dude, we know what tires to run, and we know how to set up our cars. It's like, yeah, he's right. He, he's totally right. So I'm like, all right, I'll stop being a whiny little girl about it, and um, I'll sign up. I'm not going. Yeah. Well, you're not really a carpet. The only carpet you did last year was a J-Con race, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been so involved in getting into big cards, though. It's I really haven't even concentrated on spending money on carpet. Joe 3's car is available. Uh-oh. I ain't say that that loud. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Uh, well, he's not racing. No? He decided he doesn't like the pressure of those. Like, he went to two J-Con races in 2021. He went to the one at the Hobbyplex that prior February, and he went to the Minnesota won in October, and he did not like anyone, well, any one of those races. He's like, I ain't do well. It was too long between rounds, and it's like, yeah, dude, it's that one of those things. And he's like, you know, he likes to be a little rowdy with his friends, and you really can't do that at those big races. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, but the only way to really be fast there is you're going to have to be – you know, 
take Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off of work just to be there to practice. I'm going to take, well, I took Thursday, Friday off. Depending on what happens Wednesday. So my daughter has this National Honor Society thing, but she she's already in it and she's not receiving any awards. She's just like handing out awards. I'm like, I don't know if I have to be there for that or not. Like if she was getting awards, oh, an award or like last year she was entered into it or the year before something, then obviously I'd be there. But all she's doing is handing like a certificate to a kid and being like, here you go. I don't know. A for effort. I don't know. Do you think I need to be there for that? I mean, if if she's handing them out, no, I really don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to talk to the wife and be like, hey, because I would like to do that club race um, Wednesday night. Um, also, this Friday, I'm. it's going to be my first race directing gig at Dollar Hobbies and Raceway in Woodbury, Minnesota. Um, yeah, come check it out. We run your normal 10-scale classes. Two-wheel buggy, four-wheel buggy, slash sportsman, whatever. Um, come check it out. It'll be a good time. The program won't take any longer than it needs to. <laughs> I'll make sure of that. And I'm not racing, so the program will have 100% of my focus on it. Um, I knew this was going to happen. I knew it. The second... I ordered Speedos for my cars. Reedy comes out with a new one. <laughs> so Reedy came out with the 610R. And it's basically the 510R, but more um, stock friendly, which is mm -hmm. good. I kind of wonder if the brakes are better. The 510R is very smooth, but I notice with everything that requires drag brakes, I'm bumping it up that extra 5 or 10%. I mean, they work. But I noticed just, I was always just bumping it up that little bit more. Um, yeah. All I, only other note I have, and it's a question for you. Um, this is before we get into questions. Do you think electric races, the big races, so they did the, did a INS at the Hoosier Hobby Plex um, last weekend. They had 430 entries. They're starting to creep into that A scale massive amount of entry rate. You know, they had like 40 some, they had like 41 or 42 heats. Do you think they're getting too big? Or do you think it's a good thing? I don't know what to think about that because, I mean, dude, when was the last time you've been to a 10-scale race with more than, like, 250? Never. Yeah. Uh, have you been to one of these mega A-scale races yet? No, not yet. Well, like I said on here before, I'm going to go to Silver State but not to race A-scale 
Trace fifth scale, and that will not be a mega race. That'll be like 130 entries. Right. So, I don't know, man. I kind of want to get one of these guys that are, are like all hard about it. I want to. I want to hear what makes them. What makes them enjoy it? I know it's not the long line for practice. Um, Alex Sturgeon, you know, the race director of the Hobbyplex and host of the Hobbyplex uh, podcast, the the original Hobbyplex in Omaha, mm-hmm. he always had has this good idea, well, just create the heats and run practice with your heats because that way you know when you're up, everybody gets the same amount of practice, all that. You don't have any gomers holding radios for other people. Uh, they said that that was going to be frowned upon last weekend. I haven't heard heads or tails of it. You know, when people hold radios for other people. Yep. Yeah. You know, I would maybe do it to help a friend once, but uh, I'm not going to be a line holder for people. Um, do you have any notes? I don't. Like I said, I've been so invested into the big cars lately. It's been kind of hard to. Are you building one of your own yet? I may. It's up in the air. It's up in the air. Are you going to drive for a team or have your own? Just on my own. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a question there too. I mean. I mean, I'm sure it would be a budget scenario, but do you think you could be competitive or do you have places where you could be competitive with a budget scenario? Oh, yeah, there's plenty of places you can be very competitive. I mean, the class I'm going to isn't really going to cost an arm and a leg. Are you yeah, I mean, it's, it's still going to cost a bit of money, but not as much as, per se, a late model would be. Okay. I would be in a super stock, so that, that's like a. No, I know what super stocks are. Yeah, they're 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 pretty cost efficient. The only thing you're spending a lot of money on is mainly the motor. Yeah, I mean that's six thousand dollars in itself. That's I I mean I know it's what it costs, but man, that and tires, I'm sure that's uh, a bit of cash. I would be getting all my tires for free. Oh, well, then F it. <laughs> um, let's go through questions. Um, first one's from uh, Douglas Reek. What do you use to organize different shock fluids in your hauler, a.k.a. pit bag? Well, a lot of people left a lot of good suggestions for them. But what I use is um, the Flashpoint, you know, diff fluid bag. But, you know, J-Con makes one, Team Associated. They all, I just have the Flashpoint ones because they were the first ones to come out with it. But all it really is is like um, a soft-sided, like, lunchbox. That's all it really is. Essentially. 
I mean, you don't need to spend the money just to have somebody's name on it. I'd say go to Walmart and get yourself a soft-sided lunchbox that fits nicely into your pit bag. Um, Pat Boyd is wondering, with the toy box going to Astro, what setup changes would you make from going from carpet to Astro? Well, tires. Um, like with my two-wheel, I would put my ride height from 14 millimeter to 16 millimeter, maybe all the way up to 17, 18, depending on grip level. Um, they did a really good thing at the toy box and laid down that um, that layer before the Astro. So no moisture should be coming up past that. Um, you know, like I said before, I would maybe put the Exotech slipper eliminator in there for carpet. So when you go to AstroTurf, you can put a slipper in there. Um and just be prepared to maybe disconnect your rear sway bar. You don't have to take it off. Just disconnect it. Take one of the links off. Uh, that's about it. Uh, do you have any insight on this? <laughs> you know me and turf. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, Eric Jones has a question. Super, super fast guy from Lincoln. He was somewhere recently crushing. He's a nitro on-road guy, though, mainly. Oh. Dude, he's fast. <laughs> he goes, rhetorical, but still a question. Is it about time for on-road and off-road to go to controlled tire sauce that is non-toxic? Went to the track yesterday, and someone used an additive that immediately lit me up with a headache. Well, Eric, that's the reason I had to stop clay racing. That is 100% the reason. Um, yeah, man, I, I think it is time. But the problem with that is, so the nice thing about carpet is nothing really works better than SXT or TDK with the carpet off-road tire compound. Um, with on-road, I don't know what they would be using. Because we all went from wintergreen to this, to that, to this, to that. And then, you know, there was like three or four years from the wintergreen era to the SXT 3.0. There was a few years in between there to where we used some pretty nasty shit. But SXT 3.0 on carpet, on-road, and off-road seems to work the best. Um. The problem is, though, like with clay, yeah, you might have some people being nice in the pits with the saucer, quote, unquote, quote, unquote, supposed to have, but they're saucing at home or they're going in the parking lot or whatnot and being cheaters and assholes. So I don't know how you control could control it with the exception of a controlled tire, but that's a whole other headache in itself. Like instead of ha like a lot of older tracks have a radio impound area. Mm -hmm. So instead of having radios impounded in that area, have control tires and have them impounded in that area. That's the only way you could a hundred percent control it. 
But I agree, you shouldn't have anything that makes any kind of smell in the pits. Or that's toxic. And there's some shit out there that doesn't smell, but it's toxic as hell. That's my Very opinion. True. I mean, dude, we're not doing ourselves any favors at all. I mean, it's bad. It's bad. It is pretty bad. But everybody's going to learn eventually. Um, Why did I screenshot that? Oh yeah, that's this was weird. Um, <laughs> so Jaycon made a post today, and it's like check out our official podium picks from the 2022 Adrenaline RC Racing Invitational. It's just saying congratulations to all the um, winners of the race, mm-hmm. and then they got fact checked. From something that has nothing, it goes, the results of the first round of the presidential elections have been declared. See the official results. It's like, what the fuck? Where did that come from? I don't know. That's in my screenshots. I had to bring it up, though. Um, Zach Quick is wondering, what are your overall thoughts on where someone should run who is used to 10 scale but is making the jump to a scale sportsman or independent slash intermediate okay so if if he is the guy that i've been talking to for the last week he he had just moved up here from nebraska okay so he raced omaha yeah so now he's kind of looking because he's he said he's going to come up this way and run like the mnrc series and Right, He'll come right. up here a couple times and run 10 scale at uh, the 510 and okay. maybe even try the toy box. And yeah. Um, here's the he had, deal. He had moved to Iowa. I yeah. don't know if I said that or not. No. But uh, my, my thought on it is, so if you're racing at the Plex, if you graduated from Plex spec, which is their beginner class, you should probably just run intermediate independent and then go from there. What sucks with the MNRC is we don't have an intermediate class anymore. We used to, but the funny thing is, so we had an intermediate and a pro class and we had 30 or 40 guys in intermediate and like seven guys in pro (laughs) That, that didn't work out well. But, I mean, also, you don't have to make that decision until Saturday morning. Go practice on Friday, and if you notice, well, I'm smoking all these um, older A scales and these 10 scales on the track. Well, that's your sportsman class, usually. And, dude, it sucks to get last. It really does. But that's really one of the only ways you're going to get better, too. Like I told Joe 3 to get ready to freaking lose a lot this winter. Because on carpet, he graduated from sportsman to intermediate. I said, it's, I said you're ready for intermediate, but there's a big gap between sportsman and inter- intermediate. And you're going to lose for a while. But as you lose, you're going to get better. So... You know, that was my thought on the whole deal. Anything to add to that? Not really. (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, don't be a professional sportsman driver is another thing, too. There's guys that, well, like Joe Three's hung around sportsmen, but he's a sportsman driver. There's guys that hang around sportsmen. Like, I see them race normal classes around here, and then they'll go to, like, um, like uh, Psycho Nitro Blast and race sportsmen, and it's like, what, what, why? Why are you doing that? <laughs> um, Cam, he's wondering uh, predictions on the J-Con race. How is the carpet going to ho- hold up? And any thought on the no saucing rule? Well, last I look, I want to say... Cole Tollard and Brock and Blake Champlin were the biggest racers signed up. And Seth for Mod. I haven't looked at the entry list, so I I couldn't tell you. I'm pulling that up right now. While I'm pulling that up, I'll talk about the carpet. Um, if he, um, come on, you piece of junk! God, they throw up these stupid ads on RC sign up, and I hate them. <laughs> um, if he patches what's there correctly, he's gonna get a couple more weeks out of it, and which will include the J-Con race. Which okay, you know. Um, like I said, I'm gonna what another ad? Usually, you get one <laughs> ad. Holy <laughs> crap! <laughs> Um, I think it'll hold up, but, um, I think it will be a topic of discussion with your higher level drivers. I really do. All right. For two wheel mod, we have 15 signed up. Um, I'm going to say, look at him, look at him, look at all right, I'm going to give you my top few. I'm going to say Brock Champlin's going to win with Seth Van Dalen in second, Lee Setzer third, and Tor Ott fourth. Those are my predictions for two-wheel mod. And Well, mix, I would throw Ethan Dallaire in that top four. That top four between... I bet Ethan Dallaire will get above Tor, and Tor will end up fifth. I think that's safe to say. Four-wheel mod, there's only nine signed up, dude. And it's the same. Yeah, I'll say the same. I'm going to say it's going to be Brock, Seth, Lee, and Ethan. I mean, that's easy. (laughs) Uh, 17-5. Can't go against Kyle. Holmberg or the Michelsons or um, Caden Voss. They all just know this carpet. But then you got guys like Evan Banta. So we'll see. It's up in the air. It really is. There's 37 people signed up for uh, 17.5 Expert. Oh, man. (laughs) 13.5 Expert, you got 26. Um, and the same, I'll say the same. You got Evan, you got Kyle, you got the Michelsons. 
it's between them guys. And then the rest of us scratching and clawing our way, trying to make it into the A, which will probably, like me, I'll probably make it to the bottom of the B if I'm a lucky guy. Um, so he's also wondering about the no saucing rule. <laughs> so you're on TikTok, aren't you? Mm-hmm. You saw those... Uh, Big time asshole fishermen that got busted putting weights in their fish. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, and I did not see this, but last year there were some higher level drivers that will remain nameless because I did not personally see it, but they were busted saucing in the parking lot. And it's like, oh, that's why your 13.5 buggy is as fast as a mod wheeler. Oh, okay. You know? Mm-hmm. If I personally see somebody saucing in the parking lot, it's going to look a lot like those dudes getting busted for putting weights in their fish in that video. Mm-hmm. I am going to embarrass them. I am going to scream at them. I am going to make it fucking known who they are. I really am. That's dog shit, man. If It is. But this year it's a open tire situation, so maybe that'll help curb it. Um, yeah, after last year, though, man, I, I mean, th- there can't be any more scandal. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say about that. Last year was kind of rough. Yeah. So, like I said, if I go out in the parking lot and I see some asshole, you know, in his car, sauce and tires, um, it's going to get to the edge of violence. <laughs> I, I'm just because, and they probably won't even be in my class, but I won't care. Fucking dirty assholes. <laughs> <laughs> um John Click is wondering he goes I'd like to hear more about alternative formats like how they do it in motocross or one to one stadium truck events work as far qualifiers as main I'd like to see something different one quali- qualifier and three feature mains maybe three points mains in a day with one of the okay so different deals is what he's wanting to see. Because we do. It's one thing we mess up on is we do spend a lot of time qualifying. So <laughs> dollar was going to be a different scenario. We They really were. We Me and Jeff Chobin and John Shore were talking about doing racing differently. And scoring it differently and doing this, that, and the other. Like maybe having one seeding round and then the rest of the rounds were like ready format or something like that. But the computer wouldn't do exactly what we wanted to and we'd have to take out like pen and paper and figure out the rest for ourselves. And then it's like, well, at what point are you making things extremely difficult for yourself for the sake of being innovative. So I do agree 
maybe one one round of here's what I want to do one round of seeding you know your best three laps mm-hmm. then run the lower mains bump a couple because you know some people break I don't do well seeding I'm more of a cons- I I bank on longer races and people in front of me crashing. That's what I bank on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, allow guys like me to bump and then run double A mains. That would be cool. But then, you know, there's too much growing pains. One guy would get screwed out of something and they'd, well, I'm never coming back here again. And <coughs> yeah, man, you know how it goes. RC racers, we're we're a fickle bunch. Pretty much. So maybe maybe something someday. I know they ran yesterday. Uh, Ryan Greening, even though he um, totally has no RC stuff left, he ran races at dollar hobbies yesterday for the on-road program it wasn't a points day but he ran double mains and people loved it so i don't know man what do you think what what do you want to see you kind of summed it up really yeah there's not much more that could be said yeah other than maybe adding another round of qualifying and doing call points instead of rocket round? Yeah, well, we're talking less rounds of qualifying. We're talking more emphasis on the main. But also, I kind of liked um, 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 JQ has, like, a race format. Does he? And I like it. So it's literally the one qualifier in the mains. And then you have two race days in one day. You have your morning group and you have your afternoon group. You know, you can do other things. Because if you run one round of qualifying and then the mains or do whatever, I like that idea. And then you... Your guys who like your like me, I like the mornings, but then they're done by one o'clock, and then you could start your afternoon guys at three, and they'll be done at five, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But the problem you have there is, is what if you get like sixty morning guys and like you know that run the clock and make it a little too late, but. You know, it still won't be that bad. Right. It's just thoughts. So, anyways, I, I'd like to hear other people's thoughts on this scenario myself because we do got to figure... We're the only... Well, besides BMX, but BMX is different, but we're the only, like, racing genre that spends more time qualifying than we do actual racing true bmx you do three rounds of qualifying usually but like if you take like top one or two in the first heat you bump to the main and don't have to race a second and then it keeps on going you know what i mean 
uh-huh. till you have a full gate of eight. But yeah, it's yeah, it, it's. I bet the person who figures out will be a fucking hero. I, it's like it's on the tip of every racer's tongue, but we can't figure it out. Right. So anyway, um, that's about all I got. What about you? Go fast. If you ain't got balls, you ain't racing. Yeah. Yeah, right on. Um, don't abuse let's, that. Let's, let, let's go uh, Let's go do some oval racing at the hobby farm. Yeah, I don't have a car, but I'll figure it out. Um, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, catch me at Dollar this weekend. If you haven't signed up for the J-Con race, but uh, you still want to go, there's only a couple spots left. I would uh, sign up on RC Sign Up. Then the week after that, the Toy Box will be debuting their AstroTurf, October 24th. And I think a lot of the skeptical people will be pleasantly surprised. I really do. So, yeah, we'll we'll be on before then. We'll probably do the Monday after. Well, yeah, the Monday after the J-Con race. Does that sound all right? Yeah, looking forward to it. All right. Well, I'm Joe Zerry Jr., and with me was my co-host, Joey Fitzsimmons, and we've ran out of talent. Later, guys.